Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, May 3rd. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we have an exciting show planned for tonight. If you have comments or questions, please give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. So I'm going to bring my sister Denise on the line right now. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. All right. Good evening, evening everybody. All right. Good evening, everybody. Are you? Am I in? Yeah, you're in. Okay. Good evening, everybody, and thank you guys for uh, for joining the show. Uh, tonight, and it's going to be uh, a great show. And so if you have any questions or comments for our guests, you can call in at 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. And you can also follow us as we're uh, tweeting tonight from our uh, our Twitter page, beauty underscore talk. All right. So the last few um Last few episodes, we've kind of brought the question up, probably during like our business news segment, we brought the question up about tonight's topic, pretty much, you know, what is, what's the beauty industry going to look like um, going forward? Now, both my sister and I mainly work on feature film and television. We know that there's a lot of changes coming down the pipe with, as far as that is concerned. Um but we were also wondering about the other side of the industry, you know, people who have nail salons, eyelash extensions, um, makeup studios, barbershops, hair salons, you know, day spas. Like, what is that going to really look like going forward? And what kind of things are being put, you know, what kind of measures are being put aside um, for those people, like clients? you know, wanting to go and get a haircut. Um, I know here in Georgia there are, they are allowing salons to open back up. So that's the conversation for tonight. We want to uh, just jump right in and get it going. But before that, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll um, get started with our guest tonight. 
How would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about FriendsBeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our friends discount program and shop with us today at friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818-691-1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. All right, so we are back and tonight again we wanted to talk to a couple of a couple of beauty entrepreneurs here in Atlanta and we wanted to know what their new normal is going to look like um during this during and after this COVID-19 pandemic. Um tonight's guest is Sandy Lomax of Beauty Fetish and Israel Wright of the Exclusive Experience. I hope I said that right, Israel. Um the Exclusive Experience. We're going to bring them both on the line. Um, right now. Hello. Hello. Hey, Sandy. Everybody. Hey, Israel. How are hey. you guys doing? Good. How are you? Good. I'm glad that both of you could make it on tonight. I really appreciate you both being here. Um, um, we want to just jump in on the conversation. Why don't you both? Uh, we'll start with Sandy first. Um, just. Sandy, you just because re- you've been on the show before, Sandy. Just so reintroduce yourself mm-hmm. to our audience. There may be a lot of new listeners. Um, just tell us a little bit about your business. Just, just what you do, sure. and then we'll follow. We'll follow up with Israel behind you. Okay. Well, I am Sandy Lomax. I am the owner of Beauty Fetish. I'm located in Midtown. Um, I'm a licensed cosmetologist. I specialize in eyelash extensions uh, and makeup. Uh, I hate to say that when you two are on the phone. (laughs) But but that's basically... um, what I do currently, uh, eyelash educating, um, eyelash artists, extensionists, and all those fun girly things. So that's pretty much um, what it is for me at the moment. <laughs> right. Well, Sandy, on a normal basis, how many clients do you normally see during the week? Whew. Let's see. I mean... I would say sometimes it it varies, but most weeks I would usually work, again, before we get into the new normal, I would usually work maybe four days out of the week each day could vary from me doing um, sometimes seven people to ten people. And I was trying to scale it back a little bit before, you know, all of this took place. But um, sometimes it can get up to about maybe 45, 50 people a week, depending on, um, you know, how I decide to take 
uh, clients in, whether it be after hours or before I usually would start my day. But yeah, mm-hmm. usually probably about close to 45, 50 a week, depending. Gotcha. I'm not sure if either one of you are have have this show on, on your computers as well as on the phone. I'm, I'm hearing a little feedback. If, if you do, just turn your uh, uh, volume to your computer down some, please. Okay, I'm on my cell phone. And, okay. In Israel, what about you? Yeah. Tell us a little bit about you and your business and what you do. Okay. Uh, well, first, thank y'all for having me on here. I appreciate it. Definitely appreciate yeah, it. Uh, you know, anytime I get an opportunity to talk to other people in the industry that are trying to do more than just, you know, life behind the chair. So, um, you know, shout out to y'all, first of all. And uh, <laughs> my, name, my name's Israel Wright. Um, and it's the exclusive, so it's a, it's a silent watch for the exclusive experience. And we do uh, full men's grooming, so it's a men's grooming spot in Grand Park. We just opened. Um, I'm the owner, and um, I also I'm an author, um, speaker. I do grooming education, so a little bit of entrepreneurial stuff um, outside of just cutting hair. But um, we offer manicure, pedicure, facials, massage literally a one-stop shop for men. Um, and this has been um, very interesting because I just opened up officially February 29th is when I had my grand opening. So I was only mm-hmm. open for about three weeks before the um, COVID actually struck. So it has been very, very interesting um, kind of going off of a grand opening and having some momentum. And then we had a, a, a men's health screening that following weekend. So that was good just to kind of be able to give back to the community. And then probably mm-hmm. like 10 days later, um, the COVID-19 and the, the shutdown from um, the mayor happened. So it has been very different. Uh, but I think you, you asked what is my norm, normal, like how many people do we usually take? Yeah, what's your yeah your normal as as amount of clients? people? That you, well, this, uh, you're new, it's new, so it may be a little different. Yeah, but I mean, even prior to that, it was it was around the same because I was in a suite um, in Buckhead prior to that, so it was close to the same, about forty five, fifty people um, working about a four day, four day week, and uh, wow, yeah, this this week we just kind of reopened, but I won't go into that just yet because I'm pretty sure y'all mentioned something about it, so I'll tell you what the new norm looks like moving forward. Well, let me ask you, Israel. First of all, I knew I was going to mess up your business name. I, I pronounced your, okay. your, your name with a silent Y. I don't know why I couldn't do that with a silent Y. No. It's fine. We, we spent yesterday, yesterday, we spent about five minutes going over the pronunciation of your business name, and we got it right yesterday. <laughs> so I don't know what Trust happened. Me. You would not be the first. You won't be the last, though. So. <laughs> I didn't even want to. I didn't even want to be in the number and mess it up anyway. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so let me ask you. You were saying that you had your grand opening, and then maybe like two or three weeks later is when the shutdown came. How did that make you feel? I mean, you know, you're all excited. This new, you know, this new business is wonderful. It's a a great concept. New, you know, everything's great. One stop shop for men, you know. And I, I'm sure you just probably like, okay, the sky's the limit at this point. We have so many ideas, right. so many things we want right. to implement. And then yeah. here comes the shutdown. How did that make you feel? Man, um, I mean, it was a, a 
it was a bunch of emotions at the time, you know, because we were only told it would be a 14-day quarantine. So I'm like, okay, two weeks, that's fine. That'll give me some time to kind of take a break, which because I was about to go to uh, Puerto Rico with my girl for a trip that was planned um, a couple months prior because I knew, like, after the grand opening, I was going to need a break anyway. So uh, we had plans, yeah, to go out of the country, but then everything got shut down. So I'm like, I can't go on vacation. My business is closed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 14 days, that's fine. We could do 14 days, and then 14 days turn into 21 days, and 21 days turn into a month. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, hold on. This ain't, (laughs) this is just a lot. Um, But it was, like I said, yeah, it it was a bunch of feelings. Like, I mean, I was just confused. I was kind of discouraged at first. It's like, dang, like, of all time for this to happen right after I opened up my business, um, mm-hmm. And then it really didn't help either with dealing with, you know, landlords still wanting payments and everything. Mom, so that, that in, yeah, that in itself was just like a, um, just a, a mental strain. And it was, it was mm-hmm. very difficult to kind of just kind of navigate through that new space of being like an owner and then having to keep your team encouraged and friends and family got questions. So it's just like, you don't even want to answer the phone because you don't know what to tell them. Right. <laughs> Right. Absolutely. What about? Let's back. I just want to find out from Sandy really quickly. I'm sorry. No, I just want to find out from Sandy really quickly. We talk all the time. Okay. And she knows that. She knows. She knows. She knows. There's a lag, so you kind of have to like when people when people stop talking, you kind of have to give it a moment before you say anything. And she just goes right in there anyway, right? I just quickly wanted to find out from Sandy the same thing. You know, what were you doing when you found out, okay, now I have to shut down, and how did it make you feel? Oh, let's see. Okay, you girl, you all know me. So for a very mm-hmm. long time, you know, I've shared my personal feelings with, I have wanted to take a sabbatical for a very long time. Um, You also know I suffer from respiratory issues. So, Mm -hmm. you know, needless to say, on one hand, it was like, okay, I'm going to have some time off. This is what I need. Never would I have imagined that this would be the reason why. So there Mm -hmm. was a range of emotions, um, you know, because, for one, I feared for my safety because of my respiratory issues. Um, mm-hmm. Two, like Israel was saying, um, I'm renting in a location, and I was wondering, you know, when April hit, okay, what's going to happen? They were kind enough to discount um, the rent, but things like that, you know, started to kick in. The fear started to kick in of, okay, this is my business. This is my bread and butter. This is how I survive and pay my bills What's going to, to happen next and you know as this started to you know escalate we couldn't see an end date you know so we were like okay is this going to end next week okay is it going to end the following week and so for me it was a it was a mix of emotions um I was still working up until I say about March the 20th and as you all know my location is um it's a very intimate setting and I'm very 
there's no six feet apart. But I always practice, you know, having disposable masks, especially around this time of year, pollen season and things like that. I don't want people coughing and sneezing. Um, So I had disposable masks and things like that, but never would I imagine (laughs) that we would run out and not be able to purchase those things right now. So, you know, it was, it was a lot of mixed emotions of, okay, I need this break, but this is the wrong kind of break that I wanted. Right. Right. Yeah. I think, I think we all kind of went through that. Now, if we can, if we can go back a little bit, Israel, I want you to go back a little bit and just, just because we didn't really touch on this, just kind of tell everybody exactly what your business is, what you do, who you cater to. And I'm asking that question because I want to kind of set set up, you know, I want to paint the picture for the conversation later because um, I think it's going to be important for people to know um, exactly who it is you're servicing and the, type, and the types of services that you offer. Oh, so, um, like I said, we offer everything from – Manicure, pedicure, massage, facial, um, obviously haircuts, different skin and scalp treatments. Um, but it's like I said, it's catered primarily to men. So it's like um, it's, it, essentially it's a men's grooming spot. So it's a space that men can come to that, you know, want those additional services or want to be able to get that experience that their wife might get or their girlfriend might get um, that they don't really have an opportunity to get without feeling uncomfortable. So we've created that space to where they can come get all those services and also feel good about it around men that are, you know, doing the same thing. So we have, you know, everybody from, you know, some celebrities to just, you know, local people that are influencers or just regular men that are in business that want to get, you know, these services that might don't, you know, might not mind paying $70 for the haircut and, you know, a hundred dollars for a massage, but, you know, again, it's the whole experience. So it's not just going into a basic barbershop. You know, it's not even right. considered that. We call it a men's grooming spa. So it's right. um, it's different, but it's catered to a certain type of individual who just really wants to get that next level experience. Right. And so that's, and that's the important word that we keep hearing is experience. So, mm-hmm. so, would, so you would definitely say that you cater to a certain income level? Yeah, definitely. Not that you yes, would turn away anybody, but you, but you, yeah. you do have certain prices, and, and they're set at those prices. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. even with haircuts starting at sixty dollars to, you know, what I'm saying being able to get uh, manicure and pedicure again, these are services that a lot of men might get in various locations, but be able to come to one spot and do it, it just makes it makes a lot of sense for a lot of people. Um, so. Yeah, it is. It is a certain type of gentleman that does come and get these services. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah, so hopefully that made sense. But hopefully it, it yeah. painted the picture how you it wanted it to. Yep, I did. Yep. <laughs> Thank you very much. So, so let me ask you both. So you both have businesses, you know, where you're paying rent, um, where you service clients. And clients who who come on a regular basis. Um, yeah. So in your downtime, what have you been doing to one to continue to communicate with the clients, but also to um, keep your business going? Is, is there is there anything that you could do to kind of keep your business? I know, I know you couldn't 
do haircuts, and I know you couldn't apply lashes or makeup, but mm-hmm. it, was there anything that you could do to kind of keep your business going or to make you feel comfortable with where your business is at this time? Yeah, I will say, uh, I mean, congratulations, Israel, on opening your business. Congratulations. I know there's some twists and turns right now, but congratulations. That's that's major. Um, for me, I keep in touch with my clients um, via email. I send out emails. I also, because a lot of my clients have been coming to me for years, like I've seen some of their kids grow up, you know, graduate, different things. And so the relationship that I have built with them, there are some that I personally will text just to check in, you know, how are your families doing? Because they are, who, you know, they keep my business running and afloat. And, um, mm-hmm. and so I have personally checked in. I've had them personally check on me. Um, also, I have, um, I started memberships last year. So I had to communicate mm-hmm. with clients because, I had to cut off their membership. You know, once I realized which direction we were going in, it's like, okay, I don't want your card to be charged this month, you know, and I'm not providing a service. And because we don't have a future end date to this, I'm just going to stop it as of now and we'll pick back up. So I've had to communicate with my clients. Um, I do have some products um, online where clients will purchase products and my, some of my clients have been very generous because my birthday came around and I was getting a lot of cash apps just because, because they understand, um, you know, as a small business owner where we are today. So um, I actually have an email going out to my clients tonight um, in reference to the new normal. So that's, that's my way of communicating with them via text and email. Gotcha. Yeah, it would be the same for me. Um, with the text, we sent out a weekly email blast. Um, and then the same thing, just keep it in contact with my, you know, regulars, um, even people that are just reaching out to me to try to inquire still about coming when we do reopen, because I've had a lot of new inquiries. Like I said, with us just opening, we had a lot of eyes on us. We got a lot of, like, press mm-hmm. during that time, too. So um, we had tons and tons of emails for saying, like, hey, you know, because I offer memberships as well. And that's a, a big part of the business model that I really wanted to push. So I have, like, 20 people asking, you know, how can they be members? But right now I don't really have much to offer them. So I'll be doing a virtual mm-hmm. tour, you know, just trying to get them to see what the inside looks like and what we offer and just the different experience that we can provide. And um, nice. same thing with the products. Yeah. yeah, same thing with the products. Um, I did product kits, customized product kits. So people were mm-hmm. pretty much saying what their need was. And then I created videos for like a step-by-step of how to use them, the pro, you know, the, mm-hmm. the different benefits of the products and, you know, why I suggested it. And I had a lot of people buy those, so that was cool. And then a lot of cash apps and people just saying, hey, since I couldn't come in and get a cut or couldn't come in, here's $50, here's 80 bucks, here's whatever. So blessed, thankful. Like you said, I've been catering to these people for about five, six years at this point, so they're just like family too, and I would do the same thing for them. Right. Showing up early, leaving late, you know, getting them before they catch a plane on their birthday, mm-hmm. whatever. So I kind of, you know, it comes around full circle. That's nice. Oh, That's yeah. nice. Uh, just want to remind um, those of you who are listening on the line: if you have a comment or a question, please um, 
make sure if you're listening by phone, please make sure you hit the option to speak with the host so that way we know you want to speak. Um, and then just for those who are listening online on their computers, you can call us at 914-803-4399 if you have a comment or question. And, again, make sure you press the option to speak with the host. That's number one. Option number one. Okay. So, you know, so we've been sitting around for, let me see. So I know we, our production, we were shut down on March 13th. So we're coming up on, for all of us, we're all coming up on two months. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now the governor is, you know, opening things back up. I personally <laughs> am not going anywhere. Mm. And let me tell you, and I'm going to be honest with you, why I'm so, um, I don't know, I was feeling a certain kind of way about all of this because, you know, a lot of these productions, they just wanted to go and go and go and keep going, Mm -hmm. you know, and then then all of a sudden they, you know, they shut down when certain things come up, then all of a sudden they shut down, you know, but then you, you just, it, it just really bothered me when I started hearing about different people in our business who was, who had gotten sick, right. you know, and then you, you feel a certain kind of way because you're like, you don't know who you were exposed to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it just it has me to the point where like I feel like I'm I'm good to sit and um you know just to not be back at work for another month or so because it it really yeah. it just really has me feeling a certain way and so uh, you know I have to get past it all before I can feel ready and comfortable but well you know you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep it real. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of these productions. You know, when people started hearing, I think the the first production I heard of shutting down was in Chicago. A production had finished had finished um, filming, and the production was over. And it came out that somebody mm-hmm. on that production had COVID nineteen. So then a lot of productions mm-hmm. started, you know, getting really concerned, and so. You know, they were deciding, okay, go ahead and shut down. So it was almost like different productions probably felt pressure to shut down because everybody else was shutting down. Mm-hmm. Well, I honestly believe that the production we were working on shut down because somebody contracted COVID-19. Mm. Because then wow. they were like, okay, we're going we're gonna to shut down for three weeks. And and I'm just, I mean, I'm not going to say who, who I think it was, but, it you know, Things turned around quickly, right. and so, you know, they were like, we're going to shut down for three weeks, and then that was a Friday, and then by that Monday, it was like, okay, we're shutting down. And so, mm. and then like a week or so later, we get a letter from the studio saying that someone had COVID-19. They didn't say who, but I feel like productions were more concerned with um they're more concerned with their production, getting getting the production mm-hmm. done, 
as they, you know, more so than being concerned mm-hmm. with, you know, the the crew, because they're going to take care of actors. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to take care of us, right. you know? So right. they'll take care of actors, directors, producers. But other than that, they're not going to take care of us. And so mm-hmm. I just feel like the reason why a lot of productions did shut down, because it's like, you know, once the, once the productions did shut down, then you're on, automatically you're finding out COVID, somebody had COVID, somebody had COVID, somebody had COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, of course they did because you got actors coming in and out of town from LA mm-hmm. and wherever else, and people con- different parts constantly moving, constantly moving, constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Nobody taking right. into consideration that people are coming to lunch, they're leaving set, they're coming to lunch. None of these people are washing their hands. None of these people are using the hand sanitizer that's sitting right there provided for you. You know, uh, our last week on production. Our catering staff started serving us um, everything, down to the tray that you put your plate on, down to the, you know, the um, fork and knives and everything that was wrapped up in plastic. They served you everything. You couldn't touch anything. And I was happy about that. They had hand washing. They had hand washing stations available. And again, they had the hand sanitizer there that Mm -hmm. they always had there. People just don't use it. You know what I mean? So it's like. There's certain things that we should have been doing anyway uh-huh. to stay safe, but but it's like people are just you know business as usual. Usual, they're just doing what they normally do. Some people come to the dinner table without washing their hands anyway. So right. why would I think it would be any different on set? <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. Right. it's like going forward in order for you know in order for people to be safe going forward, these things are just going to have to be normal practices, like the constantly washing your hands, we should be yeah. doing that anyway. Right. Agreed. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's, that's definitely being implemented in when clients book with me now. The first thing they must do is go in the restroom and wash their hands. I don't care where you've been, mm-hmm. what you touched prior, but you're washing hands before you come into, you know, my establishment. So um, there's a coffee shop. I can't remember the name. I was just reading about a coffee shop here in Atlanta um, that said, you know, now that they're able to go back to work, they're not going. So, And they said, but when we do go back to work, when a client, I mean, you know, when a customer comes through the door, right at the door, it's going to be hand sanitizers, which, which they have to use. They mm-hmm. have to use this hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be a, a basket or, or something with mask in it, and you have to pick up a mask mm-hmm. by the by the string, um, mm-hmm. the the strap, and put it on. That's going to be a must. You can't mm-hmm. even really get past the door without wow. that sanitizer and then the mask. So, um, so I want to ask you guys, what are some things that you all are putting in place? Um, for when you do go back. Now, Sandy, I know that you have not gone back. No, so, I have not. Do you no. have you thought about when you may go back? Um, when it will be, um, or you know, you know, I have I've been giving it some thought. Um, I must say, I've had very few clients were trying to persuade me to come back, which says a lot because people are not comfortable as of yet at least my clientele, um, I am 
considering June, and that's what's going to go out in the email, but it will also say that is subject to change. So what I have done is my clients, my clients usually go online, they book online. I am having to change my scheduling system, you know, because I won't be doing clients back-to-back. And I've always had Lysol. I've always had, like I said, the mask, the hand sanitizer, things like that. Um, but, you know, this is a whole new ball game. And so, you know, having them come in, wash their hands. Um, of course, the bedding, I would have to have time afterwards to disinfect, change out um, the bedding. And I'll probably be using, you know, what they use when you go and get wax the paper that rolls out and tears off um, or similar to what you use when you go into a doctor's office. Um I, I always gave, you know, each client their uh, mascara wand or brush. Anything that was used on them was always uh, something disposable that they can take with them. And, um, you know, they will be able to take the mask with them, which is, um, you know, I wanted to touch on when you just spoke about the coffee shop. One of the other reasons why I'm not going back is because the essentials that I feel that I would need to have, I do not have. They aren't. You cannot find Lysol right now. So even though I have some, you're talking about going back to working at a steady pace or picking up, you know, we have to have these essentials. We have to have hand sanitizer, the Lysol. Um, you know, I have gloves. Um, each client, I want them to be able to take a mask with them because I don't want to dispose in my trash can there. <laughs> take it with you. You know, so um, those are some of the things that I'm implementing um, and, again, changing my scheduling system. So I won't be taking as many clients as I took before. Um, they'll be spaced out. And, um, yeah, so as of now, I am debating on when I am going back. Again, I have respiratory issues. So it's something that I really have to be, you know, very cautious about. And, again, you know, when you think of masks, and, and I don't know about you all, but I'm glued to CNN. I'll stop every now and then, but – I'm always trying to stay up to date on everything that's going on. And, you know, when they talk about the paper mask that, you know, most of us usually have or we're giving to clients, still particles can come through that mask. So not everybody has an N95 mask. And, you know, when we say, when we're talking about lashes, you all know, like, I'm literally in the person's face. Like, I'm over top of their face. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those are things that I'm definitely um, concerned about, and I want to make sure that I have all the essentials before I go back because I can't not, you know, I have to worry about my safety. I have to worry about my client's safety, and I also have to consider that I am in a building where uh, real estate operates as well, being in the waiting area, you know what I mean, and other people, you know, being in the waiting area and, and just things like that. So, um, yeah, as of now, I'm thinking June, but that is to be determined. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, especially can I just say this, because when I think of um, Israel as well, you know, clients and Z and J, you would get this too, because sometimes you all send your actresses to me. So my clientele Mm -hmm. is such a, a, it's so versatile. I have flight attendants. I have school teachers. I have cancer survivors. I have nurses. I have the actresses that we know fly back and forth sometimes. So that is also, you know, a concern. I think about the cancer survivors coming in and their immune systems. You know, I think about flight attendants are getting off of planes once, you know, things are starting to pick back up again. So, yeah, I I think about my clients out being versatile. I don't know if Israel um, feels the same, you know, in reference to that. But, you know, just thinking about 
the same person that's coming to me to get lashes is going to go to the next person to get their hair done. It's going to go to the cross the person to get their nails done, and it's going to go to someone else to get their eyebrows done. So this whole thing is a domino mm-hmm. effect that I'm concerned about. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, de- I mean, definitely. And talk about them, everything you said. Um, and I feel like uh, when the governor did reopen, um, it just it wasn't enough time for anybody to really go back. Say because it was the exact same reasons is why I did not open that first week. Luckily, I had I don't know I literally just got it was almost just like a something in my mind clicked. So a week prior to him saying that we will be opening back up, I started ordering just different things. So I started ordering like masks, and I, I ordered a, a buzzer system to where. Now we don't have a waiting area. We just have, like, when you go to a restaurant, you can give people a right. buster, and then when it's their turn, mm-hmm. you know, we'll buzz them and they can come in. Um, and we disinfect every every time they um, bring the buzzer back. But it was, you know, just little stuff like that. And then it just, he did say it on Monday, and I was like, I still don't have enough time. So I waited, um, kept ordering stuff. My mom was very helpful. My aunt was very helpful. You know, they were finding stuff for me, like, hey, I got two packs of gloves. I got, you know, six cans of Lysol, I had them <laughs> in my storage, so I'm like, okay, cool. And, um, you know, a lot of just friends and family reached out and was like, hey, you know, if you need anything, let me know. So I was able to get some different things, and luckily I was on top of a couple of things. I got a thermometer, the contact was thermometer online um, on Amazon before it got crazy. Now they're, I think I bought mine and it was $39, and now they're like 120 <laughs> on Amazon mm-hmm. for the contact wow. thermometers, yeah. So that's something, too, that's in our protocol. Um, And we also have um, a waiver that people have to sign before Mm -hmm. they can even come in. So it pretty much is like a quick, like, six-question questionnaire asking, like, have you been tested positive for COVID? Have you been around anybody who's gotten it? Have you traveled to any of the epicenters where New York or anywhere where there's a large uh, number? Um, Mm -hmm. They write down their temperature. They sign it. And um, they can't even enter the building essentially without doing it. We text it to them um, before they come in. And then um, we have a hand wash station, so they wash their hands. Everybody has to have a mask. If you don't have your own mask, we have masks that we provide. Um, all of our staff have masks. Uh, we all wear gloves. We change it with every client. Uh, we disinfect, sanitize everything. Uh, and also last week I did a um, what's called a – a viral, a viral shield or something like that. Essentially, it's a disinfecting uh, fume service that the mm-hmm. urgent cares and the COVID-19 locations get, uh, the testing centers that they get essentially mm-hmm. every night. Um, I had that done in my building, so that gave me a lot more confidence to reopen. Um, mm-hmm. And he also gave us products to use in between that were like, more effective than Lysol and whatever else you can get off the counter. I mean, get from um, off the off the shelves at the store. So that again, just little stuff like that. We got facial shields. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, and we just do our best to, to cut our schedule down. So I only take five to six clients a day, um, but all of them have like hour slots. So even if you know I finish in forty five minutes, that gives me time to wipe everything down, disinfect right. everything. Um, yeah. yeah, and just really just slow the pace down. Like I said, we don't even have a waiting area. People can't even wait inside. So every client essentially has the building to themselves, which is. And so mm-hmm. how, is your client, how has your clients responded to that? 
They're very appreciative, actually. Um, you know, a lot of them are either essential workers to some extent, or they might work from home. Um, but they're just like, hey, man, I've been, I, I have FaceTime calls or Zoom calls, you know, once or twice a week. I'm on there looking crazy. Like, I can't even, you know, put my face on the screen. So they appreciate it. Um, <laughs> and I mean, also, I, I think it's still that just that relationship that we have that they look forward to, you know, coming. Y'all know, you know, how our clients get when they sit down and they just yeah. tell us everything, want to relax. And, you know, we're, we're their therapist to an extent. So it's, it's an opportunity for them to really like relieve all the stress that they've been pent up in the house and they haven't had an opportunity to talk to us that they're used to talking to on a weekly basis. So they, you know, have been nothing but supportive, like crazy big tips, like, Hey, you know, I, I know I couldn't come for the last couple of weeks, but here's, you know, two times the payment. So, I mean, for me, it's not about the money, but that just shows, like, people appreciate us, you know, for what we do. Right. And I also feel like that mm-hmm. essential, non-essential term really, like, kind of made people feel, like, important, non-important. But I know, you know, we're, right. we're very important, but there was a, a way that I think was necessary. Like, if Kent would have said, okay, any non-essential business that's about to reopen, we're going to create a a pickup station for you guys. You can come get a hundred packs of gloves and or a hundred. Right. You know, right. That would have made a lot more sense than just throwing people back out to the wolves and saying, "Hey, go get it for yourself." Like that didn't help anything. So, um, yeah, you know, my, yeah, that's why I took my time. Yeah. I took two weeks to open up after you said we could, and you know, this weekend was very very busy, but you know, it was good to get back and just kind of see some of the people that I've been catering to for all this time. Um, but it's 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 very nerve-wracking. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's completely different. Wearing a mask is very difficult to work in. Like, cause I wear two masks. I wear a cover over my mask, and it's hard to breathe. Right. <laughs> and I, <laughs> it's different. You can't really talk. Yeah. I feel you on yeah. that one. You know, yeah. I was gonna say that's the thing. Having to wear it all day. When we look at the nurses and the doctors that had to wear them all day, mm-hmm. I don't know if you all saw the picture where some of them had bruising from yep. you know yeah. when you're talking and having on yeah. the certain you know the proper mask all day. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, that's gonna be a new normal. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, one of the things that I did. Oh, I'm sorry. One mm-hmm. of the things that I did no, is I went to get tested the other day um, for okay. COVID-19 because, for one, I do feel as though, and my doctor feels this way, that um, I possibly had it in December, January. And I so the I next did. thing is getting tested for the antibody, in which I usually get sick because of clients coming in. Like I said, school teachers, and some mm-hmm. don't even know they have symptoms. They've been around kids or their kids are bringing home germs, and, you know, you just don't know. And um, so I went to get tested, and my results were negative. Hallelujah, won't he do it? Good for you, you know, every but, time. Um, <laughs> the, the test is I am that's going out in my email as well to my clients because I want them to go when I do return. And I want to encourage them to do the same, you know, because we got to work together on this and trying to make everybody feel, feel comfortable. Because like Israel said, too, we are like their counselors, too. So they'll come in and they'll vent. But while you're sitting there talking, I want to kind of feel a little more, (laughs) a little comfortable, you know, even if you have the mask on, because some, you know, it's pollen season, too. Some are sneezing and coughing. I mean, my allergies are going haywire. So, you know, um, that's one of the the measures that I took was getting tested so that I could send my clients the results so that they could feel comfortable once I do start, 
um, scheduling. And I, and I will start gradually taking clients that I trust because, you know, some I, I know are very, very responsible. Some I know have not been out and around people. And so I'm going to gradually build up, you know, going back. And like Israel, I have the buzzer and I'm going to schedule so that they don't have to be in the waiting area. You know, I will be ready for them, you know, when they come. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is our new normal. Right. So, so Israel, what would, what would you say was your deciding factor to open up? Because I know you said that you didn't, you didn't do it the first week that the governor allowed mm-hmm. it. But like, because I know people are going to want to know, but why, you know, this, you know, we're still in this pandemic. People are still getting sick. You know, why would, you know, people are wondering, why would you open up yeah. your business? What was the deciding factor for you? Man, it was, I mean, it was multiple reasons. Um, you know, one of them was, like I said, I, I had the stuff that uh, I felt comfortable reopening with. So me doing mm-hmm. all the precautions, even installing the shield guards in between each station, that was something that we did too. So, like, when you go to the stores at a Publix, mm-hmm. and a little sneeze shields. Right. We installed that in between each station as well. So this different stuff nice. like that, yeah, it gave me some additional confidence to do it. So that was a decided factor. Um, and then also just really just talking to mentors, talking to different people uh, that I value their opinion. And it was, you know, kind of like 50-50. So it was like, hey, you got to make a decision. But whatever it is, you make sure that you're doing it with integrity. Make sure that you're doing it as safe as possible. Um and at the end of the day, it's like when I talked to the guy that came and did the treatment, he was like, anywhere you go, you're taking a risk. Like, you can go right. to Publix, you can go to Walmart, right. you can go to anywhere, right. you because know, you never know who was there before you. So I, I just know that I can control the space that I'm in a lot more than a Kroger can or, you know, mm-hmm. to any business that's essential. So I kind of took that serious, and I was like, as long as I do what they're doing and add some additional things that I know that they're not, then I would probably be in a right. lot better, you know, uh, of making a lot better yeah. decisions. There's hundreds of people coming through every single day. Yeah, and then and then also, you know, you have you have this new building, you know, that you've yeah. barely been in a, a good month. Right. You know, that mm-hmm. you you still have to pay rent on. You you okay. have a team of people mm-hmm. working with you, who yep. you know, I mean, their livelihoods are at stake because now Absolutely. they're out of work. Or Lord yep. knows, because if, if you decide that you don't want to open till July, then right, right, they're right. either you know if they're gonna if they're gonna stay with you and your business, then they're they're stuck unless they go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it, it's you know it's kind of kind of a hard decision to make when you know you have other people depending on you, and yeah. you know and and you know yeah, no, you, you still bills still need to be paid. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. They definitely yeah. were looking for answers, and they, you know, it, it wasn't an opportunity for me to turn off the leader switch. Like, I had to turn it up, up another notch to where they're like, okay, they yeah. actually felt not only confident, but they're like, you know what, the person that we're working with actually is going to make an effort to, you know, make a difference, make a change, and get us back to able to work. Like, I even was giving them my own stimulus, like, literally sending them money every week for the last couple of weeks. Just mm-hmm. like I wanted just I you know out of the kindness of my heart, but also because I'm like I want y'all to come back. <laughs> I don't gotta right, don't gotta right. Mm-hmm. right yeah. Because you know this is tough for everybody. It's really hitting a lot of people hard. And I had one barber that didn't come back yet. He's coming next weekend. But I was like, hey man, I get it. You know, whenever you feel comfortable, just know. You know, you you got a place to come back. Right. To. 
So right. yeah, right. awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, I, I just want to say, speaking of the stimulus, um. Did either one of you try to apply for the small business loan? I applied. I applied for mm-hmm. everything. I applied for everything. Now, <laughs> now did everything. I get any of everything? Right. No. That's a no. <laughs> but, right. Um, um, you know, I will say that um, – I did receive a one one thousand went in the business account. That was it. Okay. Um, you know, like most people that I know who applied for the small business loans and you know all the different things that were out there. Uh, I think because it was, the systems were so overwhelmed too, because we'd never seen anything mm-hmm. like this or dealt with anything like this before. You know, forms kept getting online, kept getting implemented each week. Um, yep. You weren't getting confirmations. You know, usually you apply, you get a confirmation email right away with a confirmation number. So I had to go back and do it a few times, and I would write down the number because I wasn't getting confirmation numbers. And for a while, even with Department of Labor, they closed. um, You couldn't get through. And so I must say, as a small business owner, um, I was thankful that all my needs, you know, I had everything that I needed. I have a roof over my head. I have food, mm-hmm. you know, I have my car and things mm-hmm. like that. But I thought about the people who may have really, really desperately needed the help, yeah. you yeah. know, when it comes to their businesses. And, and thank God, like, you know, when I think about Israel, I, I so respect um you know, the way you decided to go back and, and like you said, you know, going to a grocery store, we can't control who all is in the grocery store, but you can control, you know, as it relates to who comes in and out of your place of uh, business, your establishment. But, um, yeah, I apply for everything, and it's just me. I didn't have, you know, I don't have employees or anybody, and, um, and I, yeah, I must say that it didn't turn out the way that I thought it would for myself <laughs> and many, but thank goodness I'm okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I actually wish I actually wish Israel had groceries at his salon because, I mean, when I go into Publix and, and all those places, I'm, like, disgusted <laughs> because they don't wear no, gloves, they don't have hand right. sanitizer right. sitting there, they, right. they don't use it, nobody's wearing masks. I'm just like, what is going on? Like, yeah, I, I get closet. so freaked out being in the grocery store. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm yep. safer in Walmart. Walmart does much, way more than, than what they do. Publix does. They do. Yeah. You got to walk a certain way. So, you got, like, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, as so far as the, the, the loan situation, I've applied, like I said, for mm-hmm. everything. And uh, I know a lot of friends who didn't get anything. Like, I got a friend, he has three shops. And... He didn't get a nickel. He didn't get a nickel, and I was like, mm. you know, that that hurts yeah. because he's got to pay rent right. on all three locations still. So he said he was paying right. five mm-hmm. figures a month just on rent. So, mm. you know, that's hard to be able to look him in the face and be like, hey, yeah, man, stay at home. Like, no, nah, <laughs> you got to figure something right. out. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. you got to figure something out. And he did. And he went back to work, and he, you know. Figured out some different protocols and stuff to put implemented in his, into his business model, but it's still like he's like the money is cut in half still because people aren't coming out as much and you know people are still scared. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it sucks. And then they also, I mean, we saw how the money got dispensed to the bigger businesses that are deemed small businesses. Right. Yeah. So it's like that sucks for 
people who, like I said, really, really need the money that can't be, you know, out open, being able to make the ten, twenty thousand dollars they can make per month. Now they're making zero, and then they can't get anything because the Lakers got, you know, fifteen million dollars. So right. <laughs> Right. Exactly. And even if they return the money, it still has to be approved through Congress before yep. it can be redistributed back out. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, places, what was it? Uh, what was that? Shake Shack? One of those places. But yeah. 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 Wow. But yeah. Yeah. Ruth Chris. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, well, I'm glad yeah, I'm glad that. <laughs> That you both, you know, are you know are are comfortable with the decisions that you you've made for your business. Um, you're comfortable with uh, with how things are going, and you know, and you're comfortable with making the decision. You know what? It's time for me to go back, but first I need to put some things in place. Or you know what? I'm not ready yet, and I'm going to wait till June and. It may be even longer, but and I'm comfortable with that. You know what I mean? I'm I'm glad that you're not in a position where you know you're going back, but you you don't want to, but you feel mm. like you have to. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's not a good yeah. place to be in either. You know, no. so right. even though you didn't get small business loan money, you're you feel comfortable. Not saying that it's easy, but yeah. You're okay, you know, and and that's and that's good to hear. So yeah, I, and I'll tell you, yeah. for me, it's it's in my tough and tough meaning mm-hmm. because again, I am paying the rent for this month at a location where I am not going to be working this month. And right. even if I do go in and do one or two people, that's nowhere near what my rent is, let alone my other bills that are still coming in from you know mm-hmm. home rent and you know things like that. So. It is a it's a tough decision to make, and I hate it for people who feel like their hands are tied, um, who are going back and don't have all of the things that, like Israel was saying, you know, don't have all of the essentials that they need to really go back, but they feel like their hands are tied, you know, because of, you're trying to survive. And right. those are the people that I'm really, really, you know, praying for because I'm making the decision more so based off of my health as well and just trying mm-hmm. to make sure my lungs are built up. I'm, you know, prepared to go back because I truly don't think that if I caught it that I could handle it because I've already gone through pneumonia twice. So mm-hmm. mine is more of a health decision mixed with business, if that makes sense. And it's not an easy decision to make because, you know, you want to get back to work. You want to make money. You want to see your client, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to make that call. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, it's definitely tough. And I think, um, like you said, I, I feel bad for the people who just rushed back um, because we were able to go back. And, I mean, you get, we all got Instagram, so you see, you know, people out posting. No, nobody got no gloves on, no masks, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Stop all the people. And it's just like, right. uh, <laughs> like y'all, y'all, y'all are making it look bad because everybody's not right. doing it that way. But obviously, those are the the videos that go viral, and those are you know right. the depictions of what we're doing. And people are saying, oh well, that's why y'all need to stay home. Don't nobody need a haircut that bad. Don't nobody need their lashes done. Don't nobody need their nails done that bad. But it's like, yeah, if you're doing it a certain way, it can be you know completely different. But I just 
I know how these things work. Um, obviously, nobody can prepare for anything of this magnitude. This is my mom talks about the recession, and I'm like, I, yeah, being not having jobs for real and being completely shut down two completely different things. And I've mm-hmm. never seen anything like that where you just cannot go to work. And um, right. it's different. It's definitely yeah. it, it changes everybody's business model completely. Like, right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and another. Another thing for me, you know, I had to really think about it this way. And I know lashes feels like it's essential for some people, but for me, it, the business side of me making money is what's essential for me. Lashes, I feel like, is not essential. You know what I, you understand? So when I think of putting my health at risk, I'm trying to be mindful of what I do is not an essential thing at this day in time if that makes sense, which was another way I had to kind of look at it too. Like, okay. If, and that's what I would send out emails to clients. Okay. These are vitamins you can take. This is how you apply a strip lash. You know, I had to do other things to kind of keep their mind off of, Oh my God, look at what I really look like without laughing. Uh-huh. People haven't seen themselves <laughs> in years, yeah. you know, with getting all made up and, and done up. And so this was probably a humbling experience for a lot of clients too. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, guys. Guys, guys walked in this weekend like looking crazy. I, I mean, they were literally about to cry like almost in tears. Like, yes, like I just been waiting to get this, and everybody's on Instagram getting their pics and whatever. So I'm like, you know, it was it was a, a humbling uh, experience for me too, just to see their appreciation and how happy they were to see, you know, what it looked like for them to have a cut. And they, you know, that that little stuff matters to me, but I know it matters a lot to them too. So. Hopefully that'll help them get at least two weeks through this next quarantine if we have to go back in. Um, right. So. <laughs> right. But now they know how. Now they know how long they can go. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. So we have before we before we end the show we have two callers that I want to get on so um, I'm just gonna bring them on one by one here. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Hey there. Yeah. Yeah, hey, how are y'all doing? Good. My name good. is how are you? I'm doing Megan. good, you know. Yes, Megan. Um, here in Atlanta, I'm sheltering mm-hmm. in place. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I have just um, a couple of questions. One, I want to say I mm-hmm. enjoy this show. I'm so appreciative of you. Denise and Janice for doing this. This has been amazing. Like I've caught all of your like shows from like years ago, and I just appreciate y'all. So I just really wanted to say that. Um, thank you, thank you. We appreciate you. Absolutely. So I do have a question for Is it Israel? So you had mentioned that you, you know, put in you know the shields and things like that, but you also mentioned um, that you have your clients that come in sign a legal waiver and I am curious like how did you go about that process like did you have an attorney do it did you do it yourself um you know what's in it can you provide like little things like that because I had um thought about that you know because it is the the seriousness of it we don't know how it you know we we just don't know how it functions and spreads and things like that for real um 
and I'm just kind of thinking, like, outside the box, like, you know, how can we protect ourselves? How can we protect our licenses? Because I am a makeup artist, and I'm also a licensed esthetician. Okay. Um, so, actually, my aunt is a beauty industry consultant, and she created okay. it, um, but it wasn't just her own doing. Like, she literally, like, spent time going through the CDC, through the new restrictions that the state board implemented, as well as the state of Georgia. So, um, you can go to her, uh, I want to say Instagram, but I know she's on Facebook, too. Her name is Carla Jones. Carly mm-hmm. Jones? Carla Jones. I am Carla Jones. Carla, Carla Jones. Mm-hmm. I am Carla Jones. Okay. Yep. And okay. that's her Instagram, but like I said, I know she's on Facebook very heavily, too. And um, okay. she she created it. It's amazing. Um, she has one for the first initial visit from each client, and then they have one that they signed mm-hmm. that for the revisit or the repeat visit. And then also okay. I have one for the staff and myself every day um, that we check in. We get our uh, temperature taken, and then it's the same, mm-hmm. like, two or three questions asking. Did we test positive? Mm-hmm. Have we been around anybody who was, you know, positive? And um, I think it's one other question. But, yes, I think it's like nine ninety nine. but it is yeah, $9.99 is definitely worth it to make sure that you're covered. Oh, my God. You can, yeah. Yeah, you can send out the email to each of your clients before they come in. It's, you can just send them oh a link. Oh, my goodness. And is her name Carla with a C or with a K? With a C. With a C. Yep. With a C. Okay, traditional spelling. Okay, so I have another question, um, and this is more towards the film industry, so I don't know. Um, I'm guessing more – well, I'm just going to ask all of y'all because I don't want to assume anything. Um, so because I am – I'm not – union but I am working towards that that is a goal um however I have you know I've had some projects that are more like independent coming up and um I felt bad for you know just kind of communicating to you know the producer that I didn't feel comfortable but just kind of moving forward um, especially working with like independent projects, do you all have like any suggestions on how to really approach that without seeming or coming off as if you're not following through? Um, you know, because my concern is the COVID nineteen, and you know, doing makeup is a very intimate service, and I just don't even really know how to go about doing makeup on somebody right now. You know, and. <laughs> It's just hard, like, and then you don't want to get that <laughs> reputation of, well, you know, she didn't, she canceled, you know, she didn't come, and I'm like, it's the COVID, you know, and so I just am really nervous about that, um, you know, because I had someone say, well, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, well, just, you know, like, I mean, I'm like, I'm like, you don't think it's serious? You know, it, it, it makes you second guess, like, well, Am I the only one tripping about this right now? Like, you well, know, so let me ask you. worried about that. Let me ask you, were you working on an independent project when all of this started happening? Um, I, not when it first started happening. Um, the, we mm-hmm. were supposed to wrap actually at the end of February, and then we were supposed to, then it got pushed back into March, and then, 
Now it had got pushed back into May. So we didn't actually get a chance. The last time this particular project was, oh, the last time we did it was like towards the end of last year, and then we were supposed to go back and finish it. So, mm-hmm. you know, so you know, what's in, what I was anything recent. <laughs> Right. What I was what I would suggest is, you know, when the project comes back, whether it comes back this month of May or if they push it again, whatever, if they contact mm-hmm. you to, to come back, if you're not comfortable, don't do it. Okay. And I'm sure they will understand. And if they don't understand, <laughs> oh well. Move on. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not comfortable, don't do it. Um, but but if you want to do it and you go back, then you need to put some things in place. Um, and and then you also need to let the producers know, you know, this is how I feel about it. This is how I'm going to move forward. And they really need to be on board with the things that you put in place. Um, if they not, they can't take. They, they can't agree with with. And I'm and I'm just talking about like you know if you decide you want to wear a mask the entire time if you you know decide you want to do you know certain things to protect yourself if they're not mm-hmm. on board with it then you need to move on because going forward as makeup artists and and this is something yeah. that my sister and I mentioned in the beginning of the show and we've been talking about it for the last few weeks you know the productions will not protect the crew. They're protecting the right. actor. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to protect yourself. And if you don't feel comfortable or they can't get on board with the things that you're putting in place, then move on, period. Okay. Because it's not like I'm not on y'all's level yet. <laughs> you know, I'm not there yet. Um, but it's just, you know, because, you know, when you're trying to get, you know, get the experience and, and get the days. It's just almost like, oh, you want to do everything and meet people but and all I'm of those things. That is, yeah. What I'm trying to, but what I'm trying to say is there will be more days some way, somehow. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So if, yeah. if you're not going to be comfortable in the situation, leave it alone and wait for the next opportunity. There will be another opportunity. Trust me and believe me. Okay. Be patient. Be patient. Be patient. Yep. And also, my last question, and this is um, for um, Sandy and Israel. Yeah. Well, I, everybody. It's for everybody. Um, especially <laughs> as an esthetician, because um, I listened to you. I was like, oh, she's doing last stitches. Like, oh, yeah. Like, there are certain things that you can do uh, without having, you know, your client take off a mask, but, you know, so are you guys just doing mm-hmm. certain services? Um, because I was like, how is somebody going to get a facial? How is somebody going to get dermaplane? How is somebody going to get a, you know, especially male grooming? You you know, you want to trim up the beard. You want to do all of those things. You know, like, is it just certain services that you're offering? Because what they, when a client is wearing a mask, it's like, I'm like, are they, do they have, like, specialized, like, what are they doing? <laughs> like, how are they getting all of those services in? Right. Like, I right. said, I, I have the mask that I wear over my mouth, and then I also have a facial shield that, like, you see at a doctor's office now. 
um, that covers my okay. face. So even if they don't have on a mask at mm-hmm. the time, I have everything covered, and then I have that additional shield. And it's only for whatever time I might be doing, like a uh, beard lineup or maybe doing a beard mm-hmm. wash. But other than that, they have their mask on the whole time. And you're wearing gloves, okay. right? And I'm wearing gloves. Yeah, I'm wearing gloves as well. Okay. Okay. So it's not, yeah. you, you know, because I'm like, you know, a client, I'm like, if I was talking with one of my friends, I'm like, I don't know how somebody, you know, like, how are we going to be able to do facials? Like, you know, yeah. it's just, you got to, you know. <laughs> yeah, and every, like, right now, it's, it's I can so tell new. you. Right, right now, and for me, I'm not um, offering makeup services at this point in time, and I'm not taking jobs. For me, usually my jobs, like say for instance Nike or different um, jobs that I'm called in to do makeup. Um, as far as anyone coming into my establishment to get makeup services, I'm not offering that at that at this point in time. I will only be offering eyelash extensions when I return, but. Um, with that being said, usually I don't use gloves when I'm working. It's kind of uncomfortable for me. Your hands get to sweating. Mm-hmm. But it will mm. be something that I will be trying to adjust to. Um, being a licensed esthetician, what I usually right. use is Viva paper towels, which is very hard to find right now. <laughs> but um, the Viva paper towel is what I put on the client's forehead. That way my skin is never touching their skin. So I'm never touching the client's mm. uh, at all when I am um, performing eyelash extensions Um, and what I'm also working on now which I was working on before this happened it's just made me really uh, put some pep in my step is an online course for educating so that people Mm -hmm. in the world can take the the course and therefore you know right now I'm not doing classes Um, and Mm -hmm. and gradually I may do one-on-one but right now I'm not teaching classes either so for me, I'm trying to wait and see, um, you know, I want them to get more information in reference to this. You know, I've been watching, right. they say six feet, and then now you can see it can go 12 feet, and now you can see it can linger in the air for four right. minutes. And right. So yeah. I, I really, you know, I'm trying to buy myself time as I gradually go back for them to get hopefully more information um, in reference to this virus. So, yeah, right now okay. it'll just be eyelash extensions um, when I return. Got you. Okay. Well, if you guys don't know, um, a lady is having a free course, certification course, two-hour course, um, I think until the end of April. Okay. No, Wait, to May. the end of May. Yeah, <laughs> to the end of May. So check that Ooh. out. Well, thank Will you, do. guys. Uh, I appreciate it. Is that a sanitation? Thank That's you. a sanitation course? Yes. Is that it a sanitation, is a sanitation course? Yeah. course? Yes. I did. Okay. I They sent me, you know, when you sign up, I used to sign up for all that stuff. And I was like, what is this? And so I've been sharing it with people. Um, and it's like, just go ahead. And it had some really good information, videos. It had, you know, um, different letters you can download to send to your clients and it was it was good. So pass that along. Thank y'all. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Megan. You're All welcome. Right. <laughs> we did have another caller, but I guess they got tired of waiting, so they I guess they hung up. Um Yeah, that that was those were great questions and um 
um, I like what you what you you know the waiver that you have. I think that's very important mm-hmm. um, to have. Um, our union she was talking about a, a um, sanitation class, and our union sent out information about a certific uh, sanitation certification class. Um, and a lot of things so far, I've not finished taking the class, but so far some of the things on there are things that, you know, you already know. And for those of us who are licensed professionals, we've seen this before. You know what I mean? Um, right. So at this point in time, when it comes to providing beauty services, I really strongly um, feel like if you don't have a license, you should get one. Um, because now people are going to be looking at that. You know what I mean? Like now when they decide who they're going to go to to do whatever, they they want a licensed professional, you know? So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be key. I think it's going to be key. But this has been a great conversation, you guys. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you guys coming on. I appreciate you all having Thank you. I know help. we went past the time. <laughs> so, it's fine. Um, we quarantined. We're not yeah. going nowhere. I was going to say we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Israel, what, what's your, um, so t- tell us about your um, hours of operation. Okay, so right now I'm doing Thursday through Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, it's about six slots a day, and they're an hour apiece. And, um, yeah, the beginning part of the week is really just, like, planning, cleaning, um, and then if there's any, like, individual, maybe special situations, I'll be able to come in. But other than that, I'm just limiting my hours. And then, um, yeah, that's that's it for right now. So it is um, – it worked out pretty smoothly over the weekend, and hopefully um, continue to at least try to get half of my clientele in every week and then – you know, just see how that grows. Mm-hmm. How, how many people do you have working with you in there? Uh, we have one nail tech, one massage therapist, um, a loctician and barber, and then a receptionist. So okay. it hasn't been they ha- everybody hasn't had a client at the same time. Um, gotcha. So that's good. And then we have suites in the, in the, in the building too. So people will still be able to be secluded in their own area. Oh, gotcha. okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm, I'm glad it, you all just listening to the things that you all are saying has made me really feel positive about the industry, you know, that this part of the industry service providers. Um, and I'm just hoping that other people, uh, when they go back, they'll make some of the same changes that you guys are planning to, you know, to do. Um, mm-hmm. I think as, as someone on the receiving end of services, that would make me feel really comfortable. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So I'm just uh, hoping that every, you know, all the other people out there will follow suit. Now, Israel, have you talked to any of your barber friends, like the barber stars or anybody that um, – has any of them gone back to to work in their shops? No, um, most of them haven't yet. 
for a lot of the same reasons, just not having the right things in place, or it could be personal health issues. Some people are like, this was an opportunity for them to make another move. So, you know, it, it's, it's a okay. lot of different things. And that that's something that I understand, too, just across the board. Everybody's situation is different. So, you know, people are making right. decisions based off of that. And, um, you know, I can't hold it against anybody for making whatever choice they do. Um, I just always right. tell people, do what's best for you. <laughs> that's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you, guys. We'll be rooting for you all. Um, I know it'll work out work out um, well because I you sound like you got a <laughs> you got a plan there, both of you. Um, yeah. And yeah, just all I can say is, and I know you will, but just you know, patiently, you know, yeah. wait and make the best decision because first of all, it's about your health first. So. Right. Um, you know, okay. yeah. It'll all work out. My, uh, <laughs> my my hand sanitizer. <laughs> Good to have friends like you in my corner. Right. Uh, <laughs> let me just tell you. Let me just tell y'all something though. When y'all out there looking for your supplies that you need for your um, yeah. you know, for your <laughs> and I know, Cindy, you were saying that you need more Lysol and other supplies. Mm. Please let me know if y'all find some of that stuff because. Yeah, I will. I'm in need of it. I, I sure will. I, I sure will. will. <laughs> because, yeah, that's my thing is I don't want to run out. You know, I don't want to start something and then you run out and you can't find these things because mm-hmm. as we see, the numbers are rising. So we yeah, don't yeah. know mm-hmm. what's next. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, so that's the thing is, you know, we get these things and we want to stock up on them. We don't want to run out and run into the same situation, you know, in another month. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm bringing gloves and and, and paper towels and hand sanitizers. Mm -hmm. Like, even with only being open three days, like, using gloves with every client. I'm used to not Mm -hmm. wearing gloves. I just wash my hands a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. And then masks and then, you know, hand sanitizer, soap. I ran out of soap for one of my containers this day, so I'm like, dang! Like I literally went through a whole thing and stuff. Yeah. Day. So. But you know, but that, but that's yeah, that's, that's the thing. While while everybody's buying out the hand sanitizer, I'm like, yeah. I just I just need to keep Watch buying hand soap. Yeah, you know, it. right? For sure. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you know, keep washing your hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's my thing with the Viva paper towels because I I do a paper towel, each client, you know, forehead mm. to make sure that it's not skin on skin. Right. And I throw them away. You know, they're disposed of. And I've always mm. done that um, because they're soft. They make you feel, you know, kind of like you're in a spa and, mm-hmm. you know, very just kind of soothing. But, um, yeah, can't find Viva paper towels. And I don't want to use the bounty hard picker right. upper. <laughs> so, you know, they it, um, I've even resorted to baby diaper cloth. Right. It's hard out here, y'all. <laughs> it is. It is hard. It's real. It is real. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's something else. But, but I, just, uh, I want you yeah. two also to be safe because I worry about the both of you. You know, whenever you do have to go back because. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just I just worry. So I think right now we all have to, I mean, we have to stay in good spirits as much as possible. And, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what, it's going to be a new normal. I don't think it's ever going to go back to the way that it was. No. Um, no. Yeah. So we got to I think maybe it shouldn't. Maybe it shouldn't go back mm-hmm. to the way it was. And I just, it definitely shouldn't. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm, I'll am i be honest, I'm just so grateful for this unemployment right now. I sure would say send me some. And as long as I can get it, I will take it. And, t- and then when, when, when Hollywood says we're opening back up and I get a call from somebody about coming on a show or whatever, if I'm not comfortable, right. whether I have unemployment or not, I am not doing it. Yeah. Not yeah. yeah, which which you know, you know that's something else that I think um, business owners should really think about moving forward. Because I know I had to run into it. You know, Z, when I really when I got sick, you all know, and I went through that mold situation mm-hmm. and um, the whole nine yards. You know, most times in the beauty industry, when we take off, we don't have paid sick days or leave for you yeah, know right. people those. Right. And so I think that this was a wake-up call for a lot of people. You know, like I said, I went through it when I got sick, but this is something totally different, and everybody, you know, for the most part, a lot of people, let's say probably 80% in the beauty industry, had to experience, wow, how do I now save and prepare for something like this if it should ever happen again? Right. Right. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems more realistic for it to happen again after what we just saw mm-hmm. and how we saw it happen go mm-hmm. from 14 days to 45 mm-hmm. days like that. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And like I said, well, I know, haven't but, received anything from unemployment yet. <laughs> I wish I would. Yeah. yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think one, one thing people can do, like, you know, whatever money you make, like really start saving it. Only spend what yeah. you have mm-hmm. to spend. True. And right. cut out a lot of the unnecessary spending. Like, if you don't have to mm-hmm. order from Amazon, then don't order from Amazon. Don't, no. you know, don't mm-hmm. spend the money just because you have it. You know what I'm, right. you know what I'm saying? Because if, for somebody who, who, who makes really decent money, mm. you should have money in the bank. True enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, this, it's, not, it's not the time to floss and to show off. It, you know, a lot of times when we make money, that's the first thing we want to do. We want to show show somebody that we got mm-hmm. money. Why? Mm-hmm. You right. don't have to prove nothing. They know what job you work. They know where right. you work. Right. They know what you do. Right. You know, they can just assume you make decent money. So we don't have to show off and we don't have to floss. You know, we got to start saving and thinking about ourselves and our well-being. Mm-hmm. Because if right. something yeah. like this happens again, we need to be prepared. Exactly. We need to be prepared. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So right. Let's start right. investing. I love you all for this platform. No, for real. This is great. I love y'all so much. <laughs> this is great. So necessary. Yeah. Good conversations yeah. and, and they're proactive. Absolutely. Trying to yeah. I just wanted to encourage yeah, I just wanted to encourage some other, you know, other stylists out there because, you know, some people are really down and out about some things or just have questions yeah. and don't know which mm-hmm. way to turn or, you know, um, just like Israel was able to help Megan with, you know, with 
this form, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's um, it's just just helping each other. We have to look out for each other. We have to support each other, um, you know, in whatever decision the other person, you know, decides to, you know, right. Whichever direction people want to go, yeah. we have to just support each other because it's different. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And it's and we don't know we don't know how it's going to be going forward. So kind of a scary thing, but we just have to keep moving forward. So. Right. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. We will see how it goes, but I thank you guys, and I appreciate you guys for coming on and sharing with us tonight. It it was really, really good. We got to do it more often. Yeah. We do. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Good luck with everything, Israel. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. You too. Yes, yeah. good luck with coming yeah. back and Thank both you. of y'all. Good luck. Hopefully, um, you know, the, the industry opens back up and uh, jobs will come in bunches for everybody. So um, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just, Absolutely. it is living. But you have a good night. I'm sure we'll. I'm sure oh, we'll right. see you, you wanna, well. Will we yeah, still be able to pull you away from your. Yeah. Will you, will I'm, I'm hoping. Pull you away? Atlanta. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Call me. I'm going to right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right, so. All right. Thank you guys. Have a good night. Okay, All thank right. you so much. All right. Bye. All right. Take All right. 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 Bye bye. Good night. Thank you guys for tuning in and hanging in with us tonight. We greatly appreciate you guys. Um uh, thank you for your support. Thank you for those who called in. And I'm sorry there was one caller who called that we couldn't get them on because um, they hung up. We were going to get you on, but you hung up. But hopefully the next time. Um, thanks, Megan, for calling in. And for those of you who listened, we really greatly appreciate you. I hope that tonight's show helped somebody. Um, and I'm glad they were, hope there was some information that was said tonight that you could take back and maybe use it in your business as well. So with that being said, thank you guys again. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.